Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Mr. West! Mr. This is Iris from Seattle. This is Ray from Chicago. And welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Where we talk about fatherhood stuff, Catholic dad stuff. We celebrate good dads here. Hey, dads, this is for you. Welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Yo, what's up, everybody? What's up, Ray? How you been, dude? I'm good. I'm good. Full of energy. Totally not sleepy. Yeah, shocking. How you doing? Shocking. I'm shocking. okay. <laughs> I'm okay. just fine. Well, everybody, well, you're, so, you're so honest. Thank you. I am. <laughs> I am excellent. As, as I'm, I'm like an egg. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, uh, starting with a dad joke. There you go. So if this is your first time to tune into the Fatherhood Arise podcast, this is where Ray and I talk about the intersection of faith and fatherhood, you know, Catholic dad stuff. And if you've been with us for a long time, we appreciate you. Uh, if you haven't had a chance yet, give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify reviews. Anywhere, review us. Ray likes those five stars. I only like those five stars. If you have yeah. less than five stars, maybe save it f- when you're in a better mood. Then you can make <laughs> <those> review. How <laughs> about that? <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody, uh, to the next episode. The next episode. To the next episode. Yeah, that's a Dr. Dre reference. He is the doctor. And um, speaking of doctors, uh I don't know how that's a transition. Ray, you just <laughs> went to the that's March true. for Life where you probably right. saw a few doctors. I'm sure there were a few doctors. I'm sure there. they were present among with all these other people who are trying to defend life. How was the how was the March for Life in DC? It was it was good. It was good. There was a lot of people. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of people. A whole lot of people. Not as many as usual, but uh, it was a lot of people. And hey, guess what? I um, got to hear. Uh, uh, Mike Seaver. You remember Mike Seaver? Mike Seaver. That's Kirk Cameron, I that's believe. That's right. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. He was there. He was there. He he gave a a, a speech before the march. And hmm. uh, yeah, I was like, and you know, he kind of introduced himself as like, I'm kind of your lo- long lost uncle. All your parents know me because you know there's a lot of young people there. They don't really know who Mike Seaver is. Yeah, right. But it was yeah, it was it was fun. It was fun. It was fun to see him. He had a, a nice beard. Like, oh, yeah. he has a beard now. He's got a beard now. Yeah, still looks like well, Mike Seaver. But yeah, all the cool people have beards. Oh, is that right? Uh, that's a that's a real dad thing. Um, how close were you to the front? to see Mike Seaver would it would it be like on TV you saw him or you like you were able to I, see his personhood I could see him on stage but I was counting more on the screen than the stage uh, does that kind of gauge where I was I was uh, how about this I was near or very close to where the technology all the the sound booth was like smacking okay me. so I was right there nice yeah were you like touching the dials and <laughs> Trying to do a, a remix. In. Re, 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 yeah. Remix. That's no, right. I did not. Wasn't that near. So, so March for Life. What was the vibe in DC? Was it pretty festive, celebratory, happy, sad, uh, the, violent? What well, what's going on? It totally was not violent at all. The vibe was pleasant. The vibe was hopeful. 
the vibe was I, I think a lot of people were like all right I, uh, this we pray this is the last this is the last and um and you know uh, the next time we celebrate the uh, the whole uh, overturning of Roe v Wade but it was a festive uh, atmosphere it was a slow the usual slow march going you know uh, working our way to the street um but uh but yeah it was festive uh, you know everyone was uh friendly and i think i think I, I would say and we were talking about this it seems to me that there's um a big chunk of uh catholics there uh that was present um and yeah it was it was just you just feel like you're amongst friends in that sense i i mean i i, I have a little bit of a uh, phobia cl- cluster what is it cluster phobia claustrophobic is that is that a thing sure why not sure that sounds um, like something yeah so i i had to i didn't stay with my group they we tried to <laughs> i would and this is my usual i would uh go to the sidewalk and you know take some pictures and then go back into the crowd and then escape again kind of a thing so oh very good how so did you walk very far how has no, i wasn't I don't know if you're familiar with Washington, D.C., but it starts at the mall, the National Mall area, close to the like near Hot Topic Washington or? Monument. Oh, okay. Washington Monument, okay. Hot Topic. Oh, the mall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. The 80s reference of Hot Topic. And <laughs> Spencer's, Spencer's Gibbs. <laughs> oh, man. Down by the Foot Locker, yeah. you can see the Washington the Monument. Locker, yeah. Uh, what is it, Auntie Anne's? Uh, yeah, oh, dude, huge fan. <laughs> Overpriced, but very buttery. Yes, official well review. It, I think, I think, uh, well worth. I haven't been to the mall in a while. No, nah, man, you? I have no not. COVID. Yeah, I have not. COVID's at the mall. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> COVID's at the mall. I'm trying to pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, um, going back to it, it, it's not too far off. It's uh, just a Washington Monument area. Uh, the National Mall into the steps of the Supreme Court. I so see. I, I don't know. I'd say like maybe three miles. That's uh, pretty good. Uh, around there, maybe. That's going to be a pretty good. I got good, my steps in. Yeah. You got my steps A slow in. Wa- march, but a good yeah. one. It must have been bitterly cold. It actually wasn't as cold as uh, I was expecting. I had thermals on. I had gloves on, a jacket and everything. And dude, uh, so the pickup zone for our bus was a little further out and it was a, a, a long trek back and all of a sudden because there's some hills in washington dc and all of a sudden i started feeling cramps on my legs no and i've never felt i've always had cramps on my calves but never on my like the hamstrings i've never felt that before Ooh. and then i'm like holy cow I, i'm getting old I got to stop right here and try to stretch. I didn't really get to stretch. I like held on to a tree and I tried to stretch. Didn't really get to stretch. And then all of a sudden, uh, my group calls me back to like, they want to take a picture. And I'm like, are you serious? I'm like down the uh, the hill already. I don't want to go up again. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I I sucked it up and I just went back for for the picture for the sake of unity and all that stuff. Went back there, and thanks be to God, he, the cramps went away. Took some Midol, you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so you got cramps from walking. That's interesting. Oh, yes. Like walking Maybe and, you were just, just sore. 
uh, I think both. I think both. Well. Um, but yeah, it, it, I mean, I thought it was going to be like a full on like, oh crap, I can't walk kind of cramps. But uh, thank God it it went away. Yeah. It went away. So would you call yourself a, like a red martyr or a white martyr for the <laughs> Mm. I'd call that a red. I think I was bleeding inside That's somehow. Right. Well, there you go. I, I believe the Book of Hebrews says we have not yet had cramps for the gospel. So mm. that could be a misquote. Mm. Preach on. Anyways, well, welcome back. We're glad that you had a good march, <laughs> right. and uh, thank you for supporting life. Hey, uh, before we transition to the next uh, segment, I got to tell you, though, and uh, for all our listeners out there, just wait until the end of this episode because we're going to share some dad jokes. But I just want to tell you, on the bus trip, was it like 15 hours? Mm -hmm. Dude, I had some good material and I was killing it, man. You're killing it. I had the the microphone. You had a microphone. I did some announcements. You had the bus leader. And after that, all on dad jokes. Dude. Can't yeah. wait. Cannot so wait. So much control in that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was fun. That's awesome. Well, very good. And also, uh, I listened back to the audio of the last episode, and I apologize that my audio was yeah, not man. very good. Oh, you, you should not record in the bathroom well, while you're on the toilet. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> sometimes that's the only place that there's nobody around. So Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, welcome to the show after all that rigmarole. And uh, in the first uh, segment of the show, uh, we usually do what's called Dad Vent, where we talk about the real life of dads. You know, what's it like to be a dad on the inside? So, uh, and we usually do that through some stories. So, are you ready for a dad vent here, Ray? Always ready for a dad. Dude, I got Real life dad. I got two, but I don't know. Should, should I just should do go one? First, man. No, yeah, no, no. Go for two. Go this for is two. Some real life of dad stuff. Oh man. Okay, so I will. I've had a tough few weeks. I've had a tough uh-huh. few weeks. Um, the house is being getting unraveled. They're just the kids are out of pocket. It's we came back from Hawaii and and everyone forgot how to live. Oh. There, you know, you break your routines and then all of a sudden it's hard to get back. back Yeah. And so they had to go back to school. And so my wife had, um, was trying to help one of my kids do their homework, right? They'd been Mm. gone out of school for a while. So they had to do their homework. Catch up work. Yeah. 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 And so I was putting the baby to bed. And my wife was downstairs working with uh, one of the kids to do their homework. Mm. And the kid came up early, Mm. like before I would expect. Right. And he said, I said, Hey, are you, are you done working with mom on your homework? And he said, yeah, I'm done. I'm going to bed. And then he just like crawled into bed and went to sleep. And he never does that. I was, I was shocked. Like, sounds suspicious. Yeah, huh? it sounds suspicious. And so, but I, I didn't think anything of it. I put the baby to bed. I went downstairs. I asked my wife how to go. And she was like, well, you know. And I was like, ooh, that's a code for don't ask for more information. Oh. So I was like, okay, whatever. And then so um, we were kind of cleaning up downstairs. And then I went upstairs. And then I laid down in my bed. 
And then I realized, I think my bed is wet. (laughs) I think it's wet. And then I checked and I pulled the covers and there's like a big wet spot, like a big fat wet spot in the middle of the bed. And I was like, hold on. And I, and then I went and I checked the front covers cause we make our bed. Yeah. And then yeah. I checked like on the top cover and the top cover was wet. It was wet the from like cover. the top all the way down, uh, no. like all the blankets. I, I, I was going to ask like, did it soak through? Is that what it was? Yeah. From, so like, under, no, or it no, was, but it's coming from, it's coming from top. the top. Oh boy. You know what my kid did? He got I, pissed I, I, oh that no. he had to do his literally. homework. He got pissed, literally. Yeah, and he snuck up early. No. Whipped out his thing. No. Pissed on our bed, dude. <laughs> oh. WTF? <laughs> what? I'm sure you got it all wrong, no. right? I mean, maybe maybe you wet the bed, you forgot about no, it. No, man. You covered it up, dude, and it soaked through. This is, no. in, this is the level of insanity. That's, we got here. Yeah. Oh man. Got pissing. He started pissing. <laughs> Sorry for the v- vulgarity here, folks. But this is. But this. This, this is, is my life. life. This is my <laughs> life. It's insanity. Oh man. He got pissing. And he oh, peed on my bed, man. What would you do? Like straight up, like stood over. The and bed it was midnight. Just went for it. It was oh. midnight by the time I had discovered. Yeah. So kids asleep. He went to sleep. He like said, I'm going to sleep. He's and like, I was thought, wow, yeah. he is very innocent. Oh man. And he then can, he can sleep through that. What would you do at that point? It's now midnight. You discovered kid peed oh, on your bed. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I start questioning myself. Like maybe I did this. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> Maybe I just forgot. Maybe, you know, like I start, I don't know, man. I'd go crazy. You know what the worst pain was? Someone did that to me. The internal pain. The internal pain. (laughs) I'm telling you, man. Internal pain is worse than the physical pain. Yeah, dude. So anyways. Oh, man. So what did you do? Grounded for a month. Oh, so you're supposed I mean, to give, so, and all the classes I've taken and all the, I've never had a kid do this 12 years being a parent. That's never happened before. And yeah. they say, uh, in all the books and classes and seminars I've done in parenting, it's, they say, you know, the, the consequence has to fit the crime. Right. Right. So it has to make sense right. to the, to the kid. And I was like, forget it. Whatever the like one month, just something unreasonable. You're grounded. Oh if I could lay hands, grounded for a month. Yeah, man. What does grounding mean, dude? What does grounding he can't mean be in a room house? where there's a screen. Like okay. if a screen is on, he has to go to his room. Yeah, that that's 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 rough, man. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. Oof. Yeah, I also took away dessert. Oh man! So no snacks, no sugary <sighs> snacks. I'm looking for anything. I'm like, g- give me all your money. What 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 else do you like, buddy? What <laughs> yeah, like? yeah what, it away. What gives you joy? You can't. And you know what? So because he had to do that, 
like he has to be entertained in other ways that he usually yeah. wouldn't. He'd usually just, if he had the choice, he'd just sit in front of the couch and be in front of the TV on the couch and be a couch potato. But now I got to engage him. So now we're like playing charades, <laughs> playing with all the toys. We made oh, up, man. I made up some games like word games and we've been playing in these very sweet when he's doing okay. that. So it's actually been kind of nice. That's that's a good that he pissed on your. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I'm trying to find the silver lining. Right, right, right. All sure, right. So, yeah. anyways, this is this is my life, and so I've had a rough week, and I said I had two. So then I'm driving home today. I'm driving today? home today yeah, from this is work. Fresh. This is yeah, fresh. from yeah. work. I get home. I open up the door, and I see my kids. They they hug me and uh, g- greet me. I see my wife, and I say hi, and. And then I said, where's the baby? Oh. Hold on. Wait. I was supposed to pick up the baby. Oh, <laughs> I had dropped off the baby in the morning <laughs> at his grandparents. Pick him up. <laughs> and I was supposed to pick, them, pick him up after work. And that totally slipped my mind. And so I came straight home and, uh, my, my in-laws, their home is out of the way. So I had, Uh, I totally went home and, uh, I had forgotten to pick up my child. Have you ever done that? Have you ever forgotten your child? Um, knock on wood. No. Wow. Not Not yet. How about listeners? Have you ever forgotten your child in like the parking lot? Like you're supposed to pick them up and then you don't the shopping cart. Okay. So what the only saving grace here is that Mary and Joseph did the same thing. So I'm in good company here. You're good with that. Sure. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, man. Man, It's been rough. Sounds like a rough week. Rough week. Sounds like a rough, rough couple lives. Sit back, (laughs) relax. It's only the month of January, 2022. (laughs) Got a long way to go. It's a marathon. Um, for me, it's it's a simple one. Uh, I think I've maybe shared this before already, but same thing happened. Came home, my wife is like, uh, "Guess what happened?" And uh, got the whole story. And the the three older boys were fighting, like to the point of like a fist fight. The worst thing was is that it was in front of their grandparents. And I'm like, oh, no, you don't do that. Then I get in trouble. Yes. <laughs> no, you don't do that, right? So because it's, it's, yeah, it's just a big no-no, right? And they just, I don't know, they just lost it. They didn't care. It just, it starts off as like something funny. Next thing you know, someone's pissed off. And then all of a sudden, they're, they're swinging arms. And um, the worst thing was that another worst thing was that they didn't listen to my wife, their mother, where she was telling them to stop already and they didn't listen. Yeah. And then it continued and it just escalated. Anyway, the punishment is they already gotten they they they're not allowed to play video games anymore for the whole month. They lost that. Oh, nice. Yeah, so they lost that already, but uh, I I know what they're doing because they're still playing video games on their iPad, like the school issued iPads. That they <gasps> and I'm like, I know what you guys are doing, so none of that anymore. And and here here's the kicker: F- once they come home from school from three thirty to four, to, from three o'clock to four o'clock, it's an hour of silence. That's what I've issued. 
an hour of silence. Everyone just go ahead, wash up, get your snack, start doing your homework. Nobody talk to each other. Yeah. I'm going to see if 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 actually different that rooms works. Different rooms somehow some way just separate, don't talk to anyone. Let's try it out for a week and a half. Let's see. Can I add one more thing for you? Mm, go for it. Yeah. Forced nap time. Enforced wow. nap. Forced nap time. Hmm. It's quiet time. You have to go into your bed, lay down. Man, that'd be turn that'd off be great the lights. <laughs> Boom. Be for me. Yeah. So yeah, that's. We're just dishing out punishments here and there, huh? Yeah, dude. Season four. Well, here's the thing, man. We need a change. I need a change mm. of behavior. Mm. Sounds like you do, too. Change of behavior. Hey, check in real quick. How are you doing with that whole promise of no yelling? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> I actually tried it, too, but yeah, it, did, like, it lasted maybe three days yeah that's about right oh well i need a change of behavior i need a conversion that's right as we transition to the topic of this episode the conversion of saint paul really the topic at hand is the con that journey of conversion yeah does it really stop like we don't have just one right i mean all right it's easier when i was when i was uh, reflecting on the conversion of saint paul it kind of sucks for him because when he converted he pissed off a lot of his people the jews that were hunting down these christians right and at the same time, he's like saying hello to these Christians saying, uh, hey, I'm on your side now. And then all of them are like, mm-hmm, sure. They don't believe. And so he's kind of stuck. Like he has to, what, what do you do in that conversion, right? It's not necessarily that, all right, now I'm, I, I've changed some of my philosophies of, or, 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 or way of understanding. It's, it's a, a, a total conversion. It's a total like... 180 and how does one do that I'm, mm. again i'm looking at saint paul and what he did because i'm sure that was not an easy thing to do right and I, I mean after the the flash of light after all that theatrics he's got to live his life that he's got to go back to his friends and say no no i'm not like that guy anymore mm -hmm. i'm i'm this guy now so What's what's your thought on that, on the whole conversion of Saint Paul, after the theatrics, after the you know the the, the blinding, after that whole after the whole part, the the regular routine life of like, hey, this is me. I'm no longer Psalm Paul. Yeah, changed the S to a P. <laughs> well, yeah, so, so Paul Paul's an interesting cat, right? Like so. 
So St. Paul's a scripture scholar. He's a Pharisee. He, he studies the word day and night and he's very zealous for that. So, mm-hmm. so he is about the rules. Yeah. He's about the rules and, and Pharisees, they get a bad rap in the, in the old Testament or in the new Testament. But a lot of the Pharisees probably would be the equivalent of modern day people who are like into the scriptures that do Bible studies and stuff, right? People who are maybe marching for life, <laughs> like, like, um, people who are really or down like for their the faith. faith. Yeah. So St. Paul or Paul, uh, Saul is a super faithful Jew, really knowledgeable about the scriptures and very zealous. And so when he sees people, um, straying from what he feels is the true faith, which is Judaism to follow this Jesus movement, he's got issues. And he says, no, this is not the way we should, we should all be faithful Jews and, and pray the Psalms and follow the Torah and follow the law. And then, so he has a major change when he converts he really is kind of taken like completely off like that that path of like really strong strict judaism to following jesus in a strong Mm -hmm. strict way and to do that he had to experience this major kind of um experience of jesus himself Right, yeah, that yeah. Jesus appeared to him, blinded him, and then predicted all these things for the way that he would be cured. So it's like a really big conversion. And what I think is interesting about St. Paul is, in a way, he converted. He converted in, in the way that he changed to following Jesus, but he didn't change who he was. Mm-hmm. Because who he was was a passionate, smart, fierce hardworking, dedicated person. And he was focused on one thing, which was Judaism. And he transferred all of that passion, hard work, knowledge, uh, desire, zealousness, and he transferred it to the pursuit of Christ. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think is interesting about conversion, Ray, uh, is that, and you see this in the lives of the saints too. It's not always that God changes your life in in the, in a way that you know. It's like God takes your personality away, like you're 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 one way, and then God like erases you, and then uh, makes you a, a a new person. Like you're in the same body, but you're a new person. But it's rather like a redirect of so that you you still have all of those gifts that you've had it's still and you. then it's redirect yeah it's still you except it's redirected into Christ into God's kingdom into loving what Jesus loves and that that is what's intriguing to me because in in a way you lose nothing you don't lose anything you don't lose yourself you you actually gain your true self, right? Because you become focused onto what is true, what is good, what is beautiful. You become you uh, like Saint Paul. He began to pursue the worth, the things that are worth something. And it it took for him to have that Jesus experience. Now transitioning into fatherhood, I mean, a, a little bit of uh, I'll just take it 
personally for me when i was younger it was easier for me to have the that prayer life and we talked about this many times the discipline right and now that i'm a father now that i'm older it, it takes a bit more uh, and it takes a bit more planning it takes a bit more intentionality in that but sometimes i th- i i'm um i'm guilty of thinking that my conversion was in the past you know i think a lot of us kind of have that notion like oh yeah yeah you know i was converted i i started to know christ when i was younger and so we think our conversion story was in the past but i i've come to realize that it's it's a whole journey of conversion right like it, it doesn't it doesn't end yeah that was the start of it but there's more to come like this year year 2022 i pray for my conversion and this is this is in a sense where that whole fatherhood arise that 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 arise uh comes from is that we we need to rise up to the next level right so i pray for my conversion in this year of 2022 yeah does that make sense it does so i have a lot of non-catholic friends and they'd often especially early on in our friendship they'd ask me things like oh when were you saved you know, yeah, have you ever right. have you ever had that conversation? Yeah. Like, when were you saved? And I was like, I'm saved every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, and like, no, no. Like, when did you give your life to Jesus? And I was like, well, I was baptized when I was a baby. And they're like, well, that doesn't count. I'm like, yeah, yeah actually, it does. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> scripturally, it counts. But they're like, but when did you? When were you saved by Christ? And I'm like, look, man, I'm a sinner. I'm saved every day and every day it's a journey (laughs) to, to, um, to conversion, as you say, you know, it's not like the major one every day, but sometimes it is, right. It's not like, uh, the, you know, as Catholics, we believe in like the one baptism that saves us. We don't have to go do an altar call. We don't have to have a believer's baptism, but every day we're being saved because every day is an invitation into a conversion, right? To grow more fully into who God calls us to be. Um, I work a lot with teenagers, Ray, and uh, I ask them all the time, would you be happy if you're exactly the same now as you are four years from now? And they, they, uh, every one of them says, no way. Hmm. No, I was like, yeah, because you're, because you're broke. <laughs> you don't know anything <laughs> and you're lonely and you know, and you don't drive and you don't have these things, but more so they're, they can, they can see it like, yeah, I'm not done yet. This yeah. isn't, I'm, I'm not the fullest version of myself, but somehow, you know, for us as adults, especially as men, we're like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done right. changing. I give up now. I'm not going to get fit anymore. I give up. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to grow. Now. Yeah. I've done, yeah. I've done my work and I'm done now, but no, it's a, like a, it's the lifelong journey of growing and being converted ever closer to how God calls us to be. And cause every day it's a decision, you know, it's not, 
something that we take for granted. It's something that we have to choose because I'm not, I won't naturally get better. (laughs) You know, I might be just like my kids where I just naturally, if no one's going to force me, I'm just going to watch TV on the couch. But if I'm forced to do something else to grow and to change, then yeah, I will. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it really is. It, this, this feast day of uh, the conversion of St. Paul gave me some thought and reminder of, you know, again, this, we're still in the first month of the year 2022 here. And it just reminded me that, dude, I can't be the same as I was last year. And we all, we often made jokes about the whole this year being the uh, a repetition of the year 2020. Man, I can't be the same dude back in the year 2020. I need, I'm called to be better. I'm called to, to step it up in my, and, and I'm just giving this focus now on prayer life. Am I, am I getting better at that? Am I deepening my relationship with Christ? Am I opening myself myself up to hear Him, to hear His Word? Am I making that time, right? And so I, again, this is more of a personal kind of pointing to myself because this is honest, honest talk right now. Am I? Am I doing this? And yeah, and I need to, as you said, I need to push myself for that. And sometimes you need that community uh, aspect of like, or, or that camaraderie aspect of like others also challenging you to to be better, to get better, to to step to step it up, right? So it's easy for us to just sit back and kind of go through. If we are to repeat the year twenty twenty again. You know, it, it'd be easy for us to kind of just sit back and just, all right, let's just let it happen. I think it'd be harder for us to, to stand up and do something completely new, right? Hmm. Well, and I think I think it starts, it, it also starts off with, and this is kind of uh, uh, what I was thinking about with the whole conversion. It's like St. Paul needed that... Jesus moment and and for us we need that Jesus moment so let's be intentional in 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 carving out that time and in defending that time to have those Jesus moments so that it's a regular for us to speak about Jesus I think that's one one thing that uh, that we're missing uh, as you know I'll, I'll, I'll say it as a church. You know, sometimes we forget that the early Christians, all they talked about was their Jesus moment. Like the early disciples, they talked about their experience with Jesus. And now at many of times where we kind of get lost in the politics of it, in the drama of things, and we talk about other other things, right? We talk about those other things and we get distracted by those things. I want to I want to turn my life and talk more about the Jesus moments, my Jesus moments where he showed me how real he is. Can I ask yeah, you, can I ask you something, right? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever asked you this actually. So mm. 
what was your first Jesus moment? Like, when did you experience your own conversion? Because I, because we were, we've been missionaries together around the world. Yeah. We've known each other, and then we've grown as as fathers and dads, and and um, and mar- married men. Um, but we were once young, and I yeah, and I yeah. saw you around uh, as uh, we were part of the same like youth movement. Yeah. What? But I never got around to asking you like, where was the? What was like? Was there an inciting incident? Was there a moment where what? Where yeah. was your heart touched or and moved? I mean, I. It was April 12, 1996. I still remember the day. I still remember the day of like, like, dang, this is for real. You know? I mean, of course, growing up, I was April 12, 1996. I was maybe 14 during that time. And it was a, it was a, what do you call it? A, a youth camp that we had. It was like a, a retreat. Uh, and I just saw, this, this was the first time that I saw and felt the real presence of God. Again, I was raised in a Catholic home. I mean, you know, I saw my my parents. Uh, they would fight about religion, and I kind it kind of tore me apart. Um, but at this point of my life, again, I think it was eight, uh, age fourteen or fifteen. That's when I'm like, oh wow, oh th- this is like the real person of 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 Jesus Christ. And yeah, again. I still remember the day, April 12, 96. So you were at, so, set the I, scene. Yeah. So you're at a retreat and I was at a retreat. Someone like praying over and you and you just felt like the Holy Spirit upon you or you were listening to a talk and it, was, it just like moved your it was heart. A whole, it was a whole combination of it. I think it was the preparation for the retreats. It was, it was the whole, um, team camaraderie that happened during that retreats and this was in new jersey and um uh, a friend of the show jello angelo banaria was a part of that um and yeah it was just it was it was the first time that i was able to serve in that retreat and and give of my gift to those who were uh participating or attending the retreat um but again, I, I think it just all added up towards the end of that retreat when I'm like, what? and I saw some of the fruits already. Now, I'm not, I'm trying to remember what exactly I saw there, but I, I can't really put a finger on it. But I know that that was the moment when I, when God kind of you know, gave me a hug and said, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm real. And this is for real. But. But yeah, that, thanks for reminding me of that. But yeah, that was the that was the moment. I didn't have this answer ready, but <laughs> April twelfth. That's wild. I don't know why. I just remember April twelfth, nineteen ninety six. <clears throat> I just aged myself there. But yeah, how about you? Well, uh, well, before, was there a particular time before or? before doing that, like what I what yeah. I'm hearing you say was it was in a context of first of all of community where you're experiencing mm-hmm. this with others. Um, and then it's in, a, in the experience of serving that you were moved, that you, could you, you entered into the mystery, right? You entered into the yeah. participation of the building of God's kingdom. And then you kind of saw it, what, what Jesus preaches, 
all the time, which is the kingdom of God is here among us. And then you began to see it, the fruit of it, even in small ways, all of a sudden the realization for you was of what I heard you say was like, I began to see it right there. Mm -hmm. And then that's what made it real for you, moved your heart. Is that right? And Yes, yes. And that's kind of uh, funny that we're talking about this because recently, out of nowhere, one of the guys that was part of that uh, retreat reached out to me. And we were good friends during that time, during that phase of our, our life. We kind of uh, lost touch and you know, he, he joined the, the military and uh, I, I went into missionary work. Again, we were close during that time. But just recently, maybe two weeks ago, he reached out to me. We we found each other on um, on Instagram, and then he kind of he he just went on about like he he messaged me and went on about that time of his life, and you know he held on to that and he really appreciated our friendship and 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 you know sometimes you don't I didn't see that during that time, and sometimes we're not gonna see some of these fruits that that actually blossomed and, and happened. But there's also that grace of God that reveals that little bit. And it took, it's been, shoot, it's been like 20 years since we um, connected. But yeah, it's again, it's it's funny that we're talking about this. And he, yeah, he, he reached out to me and, and kind of talked about that too. I'm like, wow. Sometimes we're not going to see all of that happen in an instant, right? Sometimes we're not going to even see it at all. But there's these glimpses of those graces uh, that God shows us the fruits. Yeah, I th- so so as you as we kind of reflect on the conversion of Saint Paul, or right, there is this inciting incident, or there's this initial like experience of grace, and then there's an unfo- the continual unfolding that happens within relationship, right? Our relationship mm-hmm. with God and our relationship with others, and that that continues to propel us forward because St. Paul had important relationships in his life that continued to help him to be St. Paul, right? Like he, he had a partnership with Barnabas. He mentored Timothy. He uh, uh, went toe to toe with Peter, right? And, and all along he had this internal relationship with Jesus through prayer, the one who he encountered on the Damascus road. Right. And so when I think about our own stories, I don't know if you'll have, we'll have time for my story. So, uh, I'm just trying to jump to St. Paul's story instead is that, um, we experience we experience this, this shot of grace at some point, and then it has to be nurtured over time. And those those things are the continual conversions for us, tying it back to what you said earlier, which is, you know, as dads, we're going to continue to be converted and reconverted. And what's interesting, too, is that sometimes it's going to be through our kids that we're going to be converted even further. You know, yeah. um, I recall... Just as a side note, when I was getting into my faith, um, I would talk to my parents about it who weren't really uh, practice. They're practicing Catholics. We always went to mass. 
but it's not something that we talked about at home, like around the dinner table or whatever, anything about faith. It's just, it was a Sunday mm-hmm. thing. It wasn't, it wasn't anything outside of the hour at church. And then when we started talking about it, you know, then they were forced to kind of deal with me talking about Jesus and the Holy Spirit in our home. And, you know, those were conversations they've never really had before, or I assume they hadn't. And I remember one time I was talking with my dad and my dad went to, he just got back from visiting a friend in the hospital. And I was Mm -hmm. already in college at this point and I had been studying theology. And he said, Iris, I went and I saw my friend in the hospital. He's dying. And I said this to him. And then he said what he told his friend. And then he said yeah. to me, did I say the right thing? Like that was the mm. first time my dad ever asked my opinion of, wow. of anything. Mm. Yeah. As if I knew more than him. And mm. then... And it was about this faith topic. And I was like, that was really vulnerable, you know, of him. Yeah. And um, that he would, he would trust me. And I, I would even say, like, that was a point. That was a point of conversion, maybe for the both of us mm. at that time. Like, hey, maybe I'm, maybe I'm a man. Maybe I'm an adult that, whose opinion matters. And maybe he's a person on a spiritual journey himself. Mm. And he's trying yeah. to figure that out. So... So I guess I'm pretty amazed by, by all of that, but I, I think there are some, some truths that we can hold on to as we kind of reflect on the conversion of St. Paul, right? There is this, this initial burst of incredible conversion power, right? The experience of grace, this love, this mercy, and then, and then it's in the context of community. It's in the context of relationship that we continue to be invited into a deeper and deeper call that we have a choice every time to embrace and then to be converted. And so part of our own conversion then is our openness. Can we be open to being converted instead of saying, I'm done? I'm, I have, I have, I have achieved all I am going to achieve here in this space. Or can we say, I have a long way to go still. So, so, uh, those are some nuggets that I, I guess I would share with each of us. And as you, as all of you who are listening, reflect on your own life. Can you, can you pinpoint maybe not a date? Ray, Ray, that was, that was pretty incredible. I, I mean, it just popped in my head. I'm like, yeah. I mean, praise be to God that that's there. You know, I I would, I would encourage everyone who's listening right now, jump in the time machine and go back to when you fell in love with Christ. When did you meet him? When did you see him? When did he touch your life? Even as I say it, I get chills. Like remembering like those are real. Those are, Those real. are real moments. That was that, real. That, that really happened. Yeah. It's not a dream. It's not a fantasy. It's not, it's not a figment of your imagination. God came into your life and he touched and he moved you. And he's still there now, even if it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that thing changes over time, but those moments are real. There's a word for it. It's the Kairos. 
It's God's mm. time. It's where God, God's presence spikes the timeline. You know, God is, exists outside of time, chronological time. But there are moments that God spikes into our timeline. And those are mm. eternal moments in, in a finite reality. Want, want me to get theological? <laughs> right? Like oh, there's, boy, yeah. So like there's a, there's a, it, eternal moments within our lives. Like if you look at the cross 2000 years ago, that is a Kairos, right? Like that is an eternal moment that from, from all time we can look at and say eternity entered into the finite reality of time. Mm. Mm -hmm. And we can look from the past and the future and look back at that moment. And it is just as real and powerful in the moment today as it was 2000 years ago. And we have that in our own lives. Right. Your, that April date was a real date. Your wedding date was a real date. You know, like the, 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 the moments of grace. So as you think about listener, friend, as you think about it, reflect back, when did God convert you? When did he touch your life? When did he enter in? That's so real. And he invites us again. He invites us again to, to walk this journey. We've changed since that moment. I've changed, but God hasn't. God's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Yeah. So give thanks. We give thanks for that moment. And then Pray for a new conversion like St. Paul can to continue to find hope and despair. The dude was in prison and still found hope. <laughs> yeah. We are in we're in the midst of our own lives and what we're going through and that reality and, and God is with us. So with that, let's pray. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you. Thank you for our conversion. Thank you for St. Paul and the St. Pauls of the world who, who put on, um, who gave up their lives so that we might know you. There were many people that came before us to pave a path of faith so that we might know you today. We give thanks for them. And we give thanks for our own lives because it was through this life that you came to meet us and call us and call us to rise. And so we pray, Lord, that we might experience your conversion again today. May that Holy Spirit grace be with us again and move our hearts and bring us further to and closer to where you want us to be. Draw us ever nearer to you, to the person who you've made us to be. Be with us and bless us, every listener at this time. And let there just be an outpouring of grace for conversion and we pray for those who have yet to know you, maybe our kids who struggle, maybe our friends, our neighbors, maybe even our spouse who seems far. There was no one further from you, it seemed, than St. Paul, and yet there was still hope for him. May we discover hope in you. This we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. St. Joseph, pray for us. Pray for us. St. Paul, pray, pray for, for us. us in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thanks, man. Thanks for that prayer. Yeah, dude. And it just also reminds me that um, uh, when uh, 
priest friend that I just made recently said that, uh, and I'm still chewing on this nugget here. He said that it only takes one step. There's only one, a one step uh, process to uh, get closer to God, and that's the step you take today. I'm like, dang, Ooh. yeah, because you know we we have all these different three step process, five step process. No, no, no. Only one step. And it's a step you take today. <laughs> that's right. The step you take today, I'm into yeah, it. So let's pray for our conversion. Let's continue to walk closer and closer to our to our Savior. Man, year 2022. Here we go. We're, we're coming to a close for our first month. So praise be to God oh. for that, dude. How, what you been up to, man? Oh, man. Well, I've been doing a lot of writing, actually, because I got a deadline. Right. You got some deadlines. <laughs> I got a deadline next week for some publications that are coming out in 2023. So it's still yeah. a year away, but I'm also doing something for U.S. Catholic. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, that's uh, the magazine U.S. Catholic. I think it's uscatholic.org. So, Keep us um, posted with those, man. What's up? Keep us posted with those things. That's exciting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, so if you want to catch up with me, I'm, I'm going to be doing a bunch of writing this week. And maybe I'll do some reflections over over on my Instagram at called to rise. And you can check out my website called to rise.org. How about you, Ray? Yeah, continue to follow us on our Twitter account, Facebook, and also on Instagram at fatherhood arise. Shout out to a Brian. He's been uh, holding the fort down with the whole Soch game. So, uh, dude, and he's us. got a new baby. I know he's got it. He's man. God bless you, Brian. That's amazing. And the dude works out like he's he's been on it, man. He he's uh he's determined to be a, a new man in the year 2022. Good for him. Good. And he's he's a regular listener of the podcast. Absolutely, he's part of the team, yo. He's part of the team. It, Maybe we should write all all of the team members. Maybe we should write a review for the podcast. All of us, <laughs> five stars. <laughs> but yeah, continue to follow us on on our uh, social media platforms at Fatherhood Arise. And if you have any ideas of any future topics, do let us know. If you have any questions, let us know. At um, email us at fatherhoodarise at gmail.com. Again, fatherhoodarise at gmail.com. All right. Peace. Peace. All right. Is it dad? Is it dad joke time? I'm thinking of something. What am I thinking of? I got. Conversion. Now, I'll, I'll go for it's out of a conversion one. You, you might get you might uh, get inspired by this one. Uh, maybe some of our listeners know this one, but here we go. Hey, um, do you know do you know if uh, February can march? No, but April May. <laughs> oh, you like that? That's a, a <laughs> Did you use that on the bus? Tell I me. Did. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I have a there. There's a, a non-topical <laughs> one, but this one happened yeah, recently. Come on. Okay, so my my yeah. son says, "Hey, Dad, can you put my shoe on?" I oh, said, "This is great. Yes, yes, yes." I don't think it's gonna fit me. <laughs> I love that. That is. Yeah. <laughs>
That'll never get old. Boom. That will never get old. <laughs> Sorry, Zed. I don't think it's going to fit me. <laughs> right. My wife says that all the time. She's like, hey, can you put the, the, the kid's shoes on? I'm like, uh, I tried. It's, it's not going to fit my toe. Yeah. Maybe yeah. on my maybe on my knee. Oh, <laughs> uh, and scene. Yeah. I got to think of more conversion jokes. Conversion jokes. And hey, there you go. How about that that classic Paul joke? What is um, that one? Use Paul four times in a <laughs> sentence. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, this, this is going to go Tell Paul go to be careful not to Paul in the swimming pool. <laughs> Bravo. Well that, done. My my accent needed needed work. A little, a little bit. bit of work there. Yeah, yeah. So Paul off his horse. <laughs> Paul, don't pull up your horse. Yeah. That'd be awful. He pulled off his horse. That's that's that would be awful. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. There you go. All right, the end. The end.